Welcome back to another episode of Up in the Air Podcast, a podcast about music, sports, and everything in between. Here today we got <laughs> Caleb <laughs> and Jonathan Melber. <laughs> and right now we're in the middle of some foolishness. The <laughs> 2000s was a gold mine on YouTube, y'all, if you didn't know. We just spent 55 minutes just going on YouTube. And not doing anything but looking at those videos. Have, I have a final tomorrow and I have not done anything productive. You know, we just been big chilling so Ooh, much so. myself and I, Beyonce. You, you see the foolery we're on Classic right now. Record. But yeah, so right now we're just trying to... I don't even know what this podcast is even going to be called. I named this one later, but... Earlier we were talking about how we even got on this. And the reason why I brought them on is because... They really like R&B and anything 2000s. And why not? Because I've done a poor job of having music implemented in this show. And uh, Jonathan's been here before talking about basketball, but also wanted to have something that all three of us can all get alongside. For the record, ladies and gentlemen, I am a studious person. This does not reflect <laughs> my normal activities as a young African-American male on a quest to receive my degree. This is just a segment out of my day that I have devoted to foolery. Which is very important. Because we have to have all fun, no play. <laughs> I don't know the rest of that quote. I, it started off strong, but I didn't know how to go with it. Nah, nah, I'm playing. Nah, I'm playing. It had me in the first half, not gonna lie. <laughs> Facts. Nah, for real. I was in the library a good bit before this. Mm-hmm. So, nah. so, yeah, like, just even diving in, like, in all seriousness, like, what's some, like, how did y'all get into R&B in just the 2000s as we are still having music in the background? Caleb, why don't you, uh, why don't you take it off first? Man, honestly, because, shoot, R&B wasn't even a lot in my household for the most part. <clears throat> I mostly grew up on gospel, reggae, <laughs> Jazz, so you know those top three genres. The classy genres. You know, the classy genres. Exactly. The wholesome of genres. So, um, <clears throat> as far as R and B, I mean, a lot of it I just heard, you know, just on the radio, or if I was out somewhere, if I was chilling at a friend's house. Um, man, one of my my favorite boys, man, he moved to the UK, but man, my Nigerian boy Henry, man. He had me in the loop back in the day, man. From like 03 to like 08, man. It was, man, classic times. Classic times at his crib. What What are some of your favorite artists growing up? Yeezy, <laughs> T.I., 50 Cent, them franchise boys. <laughs> uh, let's well, see. Who else? The one and dumb boys. <laughs> Outcast. Um... Let's see who else. Who else? I gotta go through. I gotta go through my own archives for a minute. Give me a sec. Give me a second. But while you're doing that, we can uh, translate over to Jonathan. Go ahead. Get go some ahead. of his favorite <laughs> musicians. Well, honestly, I'm trying to think back to whenever I got in R and B. Um, so ninth grade year. Now that I'm thinking about it, so I pretty much just listened to hip hop through middle school and then early high school. But so in my Spanish class, um, so. <laughs> it's a, it's funny, but like not really funny. My uh, my teacher, he had like some sort of thing where he was like medically out for the year, so we had this like bootleg sub named Mister Schulte. So we come <laughs> in, and he made us do this like online course, which 
So, like, all right, look, looking back, it wasn't a good decision. I should have been learning this Spanish. But everyone just paid this one kid to do all their homework. So I gave this kid $5 to do my entire course in Spanish. So freshman year in Spanish class, I was on YouTube the whole time. So we had assigned seating in this class. And I sat next to these three <coughs> girls who all put me on all kinds of R&B the entire year long. So that's pretty much whenever I got into it. Yeah. Uh, as for me, like, I got on R&B in the most janky of ways. Like, Caleb, I had to, like, I was raised, like, listening to, like, you know, some gospel. And most of the music I found was either through video games. Like, we were talking about earlier about how, like, video games like Midnight Club and old school, <laughs> old school stuff, like, used to, like, resonate with us. Um, even, like, right now, just even... This is really cool, even just uh, going through YouTube and seeing stuff that we used to vibe to. Things that I used to think were cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, for instance. Like, like Sean Combs looking at the camera and scowling <laughs> while at a nightclub in Miami. Shoulder moving like a kappa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for me, I remember I was telling them, like, uh, for instance, it came to, like, a barrio and all the other 2000s. Uh, artists that used to come around, like, that's something I would just hear when I would go to school. And I told him, like, like uh, Outkast, it was always played nonstop. So Outkast is, like, probably one of my two favorite groups, hip-hop groups growing up. The other one being uh, A Tribe Called Quest, because Midnight Marauder mm. is probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Um we're not getting any checks for Puff, but we're just giving him hey, unwanted. Shout out to Puff. Revolt, all them. No, nah, honestly, I mean, hey, man. Puff was a maverick, man, in his field, man. I'm honestly from Raz to Riches, you know. Definitely an inspiring person, you know. Businessman, you know. I try to, you know. He has, he has a lot of positive things you could take after, but of course, trying to discard the negative. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, but... We're not going to take it there, though. <laughs> exactly. We're not going to talk about that. But, nah, Puff as a businessman and as, like, a as a mogul and his brand, just him as a brand in general, you know, he is... He's that guy, so... It's like Jay-Z. I'm a businessman, not a business... Well, I mean, I'm about to butcher that. I nearly butchered it. I, I know what you're I know what you're getting. At. Shout out to Ciroc. <laughs> we were just shouting Ciroc people out. We don't even get a check for <laughs> Man. But yeah, like I don't know, like what are some um like how much how much like when it comes to genres, like what is your balance? Like what is your top five genres that you listen to? My top five genres on a day to day basis, definitely rap. And that's stringing from current to 90s. I honestly would say I listen to more 90s rap than I listen to current rap, honestly. It's a different genre than what it is today. Facts. <laughs> uh, if it's not rap, I mean R&B, current and 90s R&B alike, I like to mix it. Um, if it's not that, usually usually a lot of jazz, especially during the during the evening. I like to study to jazz. I can wake up to jazz. Honestly, I can listen to jazz almost any time. And kind of like you alluded to earlier, Ben, with A Tribe Called Quest, that's probably one of my favorite artists of all time because they've infused jazz and hip-hop, two of my yeah. my favorite things. It's so, like, I even to cut you yeah. off. Like, nah, you know, go ahead. One of my, one of my favorite albums, <clears throat> like, people are posting, like, their favorite albums of this decade. Like, mm. you know, 
as much as people have different views on it, like Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly, like that album is is probably the best fusion of both. Definitely. There probably might be more that I'm not thinking about, but I'll, like that's the first one that comes to mind. Um, but yeah, like like you said, like if you're well, your eyes <laughs> only had a little bit too. Yeah, it does. Definitely. Especially like the drums on that and stuff like that. Um, like, yeah. yeah, like going back to what you said, like so you said, like is is there like some '90s fusion that you like nowadays? Like off like off the mic, we we're talking about uh, the new school sometimes paying homage to. Um, to old songs that we used to grow up on and like see the samples still resonate. Is like, what are some songs like that that you like listening to? Uh, That's a pretty on the spot question, but like, <laughs> I mean, because I can only think of a few. Of course, Kendrick is has his jazz samples. J Cole has like, for instance, I know Forbidden Fruit was a electric or what whatever trial call quest song. I think it was electric relaxation. Uh-huh. I think he sampled off off Great of song. yeah off of Forbidden Fruit that ironically had Kendrick on it. Uh huh. Um, and he flipped it twice too. Yeah, flipped it twice. Um, shoot. I mean, Joey Bad I, like has like uh, like that that soulful vibe to it when it Joey comes to Joey too. Yeah. That, yeah, I mess I don't with know Joey. If he was talking about jazz infusion, but as far as paying homage to older <clears throat> rappers, Dave East, his oh yeah, album, oh yeah, 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 it sounded like it didn't even come from this era. Dave yeah. East definitely. Dave East, that latest album was great. I'm with that. Yeah, um, talking about like latest sounds and stuff like that. Like, um, what are some of your? If you were to have like, since both of y'all really like R and B, and like that fusion of stuff, like, what are some of your top five songs that? Always constantly Anything on to... Brown Sugar as far as jazz and R and B. Anything on that whole album. To our audience. Anything off the Voodoo album. To our audience who don't know what Brown Sugar is, could you explain? D'Angelo's <laughs> first studio album, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna keep it at that. But <laughs> hey, Caleb, what are some songs that you like? Uh. You said songs that are that are a fusion of jazz and jazz and rap. Oh no, I mean it could be a fusion of like just you in know, general. Like for instance, there's some like rock elements. Like the new age has like um, rock sounds to it. Like you know, the weekend like in his was it the second to last album that he had in 2016. It has some like rock elements. I can speak for mm-hmm. Caleb on this one. He's he listens to a lot of Post Malone with the Ozzy Osbourne influence. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're not. I know, I know that's now we're not sliding anybody who listens to Post Malone with the Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> real house. But I mean, right now Caleb is just uh, doused ourselves with some more Puff Daddy content in the background, and with a little bit of <clears throat> Bad Boys with it. For the record, to to all my listeners, I know you all know Cap when you hear it. And the previous nonsense that you heard from my uh, counterpart, <laughs> Mr. Melbourne, please disregard that. <clears throat> I do not engage in, as certain females like to call him, posty. <laughs> I do not engage in that type of foolery. Though I do think he's a good artist. I don't listen to him much. No, no, for sure. Yeah, I think he's a good artist. I just don't listen to much of his music. But... <clears throat> But back to Ben's question, as far as, like, jazz, rap, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now off the top of my head. I'd have to go back into the archives. But, you know, kind of going back, I can go back 
to like my favorite tribe songs like Lyrics to Go. Oh, that's uh let's see. Of course Electric Relaxation. Award tour. Uh Award Tour, Find a Way, uh, you know, Check I got the rhyme. Check the Rhyme, Scenario, Butter, uh, you know, things like that. Cause the one the one <laughs> element that I really like about them is like the fact that they have this little like at the very end of each song and the introduction, it's like kind of like a program you're getting guided to. That's the reason why I like Midnight Marauder. Yeah. It's why one is one of my favorite albums. And it had like, especially at, yeah, in the beginning of like Midnight Marauder, it's like the intro, it's like that robotic lady voice yeah. that's like talking to, hello, this is your Midnight Marauder speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, it, like it's interesting. You know, not saying, of course, that artists today don't take the time, you know, to like, put stuff in their music but it's just like a different element back in the 90s you know I feel like of course being a different time people I'm sure you know they were in a different mindset at the time you know rest in peace Five Dog of course you know aka Malik but um shoot yeah man if I could sit down and talk with them I would love to you know yeah. Five well at least I know I could talk to, to Q-Tip <laughs> maybe maybe Al Jarobi. <laughs> Oh, that's a, he has one of the coolest names. Like yeah, being I, that I was born in Nairobi, Jerobi, Jerobi, and Shahid. You know, oh, I man. can talk to them. I was ironically watching a an interview with with a tribe called Quest on Hot ninety seven back in twenty fifteen when Five was still alive. So, cause actually partially I knew I was gonna come here, so I'm like, you know, I need to brush up on my stuff. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like yeah. for me, like when you're saying like uh, <laughs> artists that paid homage, like one of the ways. Like, I know he gets a bad rap, but, like, Logic, through his first album, Under Pressure, is literally, like, supposed to be an homage of, like, everything that he that he likes. And he, and he gets a bad rap because I do like his first album. And, like, he has, like, the little, the similar things on Midnight Marauder. Um, but, like, that's, the f- that's one album that comes to mind that's, like, similar when it comes to having those little informational tabs in the middle of it. But, um... Yeah, like they lost soul. I know you can't stream their stuff, but their stuff has a ton of jazz in it. So, yeah. They lost soul, definitely. <clears throat> and to touch on Logic real quick, especially a lot, a lot of Logic's old mixtapes have a lot of, a lot of different samples. Like, shoot. Oh, it has like yeah, Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous has like he sampled a little bit of Fabulous. Yeah. Like for his Soul Tape Three, like yeah. there's some like. Def- uh, yeah, Fabulous samples a lot of people too. Um, Either of y'all listen to Fab's new album? Yeah. Is it good? I like it. I haven't. I only like, listened to the one song of like, and I, it sounds bad, but like I listened through it through uh, the Joe Budden podcast, and they had it as one of their sleepers. Oh, uh, uh, it slapped! It slapped! Like it was, I liked it definitely. Yeah, but but yeah, to touch on Logic, especially I know he had a song called Relaxation, which is pretty much him using like the electric relaxation beat. Uh, he sampled he sampled Common's song Go mm-hmm. on a track. Uh, you know, he had a he sampled some Eric Erica Badu. Yeah. Yeah, Logic said yeah, he sampled a lot of a lot of my favorite artists, so that's really why I messed with him. Of course, like you said, unpopular opinion, a lot of people kinda thrown him to the wayside. <laughs> you know, they say like, Oh, it's funny thing, I was actually on Twitter today, someone had a, a picture of, you know, the uh the Under Pressure album and then was it the Keanu Reeves picture or whatever? Or whatever, like that song that he made. It's like, man, how you go from this to this? <laughs> and I'm like, man, listen. I feel like Logic's still been the same person, man. I guess y'all just not riding with the music. So I mean, hey, it's gonna be like that, you know. 
You're not gonna rock with everything. I, I, I mean, I mean, we shoot. Were just talking about our favorite you know. sample back whenever we were in Atlanta. And speaking of fusions, like Bobby Caldwell got yeah. all kinds of like his his music is yeah. all the time. Like the light by Common. They are times. I, I still am in awe that Mr. Caldwell is a Caucasian <laughs> male. His voice sounds very um, buttery, smooth, soulful. Fast forward. Let me say that much. Not saying that. <clears throat> white people cannot have soul, but, <laughs> you know, I was just not expecting it. I feel like he has a little bit of, you know, let's say Cajun in it. <laughs> His voice sounds a little seasoned, to put what it like What he's trying to say is he's not from the Midwest. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, uh, even on top of that, I don't even know where to take this, like, but... You were talking about like artists that you listen to that might not get the same sh- fair shake. Uh, what are some of the, what are some artists? You mentioned Logic, Jonathan. You have any artists that you listen to that like nowadays people are like not hate but would not excuse would not be at the top of their playlist per se. Um. So like, besides Jonathan Melber playlist. Yeah, we go. That's the <laughs> that's the hipster way of saying I know a song. <laughs> Uh, you don't listen to. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Gosh. Like, for instance, I know, like, I listen to, uh, let's see, there's some, there, there's, like, I know, like, even, even, like, you, the same thing you're saying about, like, Logic, a little bit they say about Cole, they say, well, it's, like, boring music, it's, like, college music, but mixtape Cole, <clears throat> mixtape Cole something else, dude. See, I don't know. See, the thing about it is, man... Music is just opinionated, you know, whatever you vibe with. I mean, because I have a friend that's a big Kendrick fan, and he just loves talking junk on Cole all the time. Oh, his music's boring, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I can vibe with a Cole song almost any time. I mean, I mess with it, like, especially Born Center and a lot of that. I mean, I guess it's really all your personal taste. Because, I mean, you can't say, I mean, I feel like some of Kendrick's music can be boring at times, too. I mean, I think he makes good music, of course, and I vibe with it, but, you know, it's all opinionated, whatever you vibe with, so. I wouldn't say that I listen to anything that, like, people would be argumentative about, like, on where they stand, but, I mean, most of my heavy rotation as far as rap, I mean, is a lot of that, like, underground, kind of gritty New York stuff, so you don't really hear that on too many playlists, so, I mean, today at work, whenever I was stocking shelves, I listened to Hell on Earth from the Infamous, so. I mean, I was, I don't know what kind of mood I was in at work. <laughs> Caleb has put up the, uh, oh, man, I forget the title of the music video. Uh, it's like the one with uh, Kanye West. Well, what's the name Three of the Three Stacks. Three Stacks. is What's the name of the song? I know it has... Everybody. Oh, it's Everybody. Isn't that Idol Child? Foxworth Bentley. I now sound stupid, like, just <laughs> say this out. But yeah, like you said, Idle Child. At first, I'm thinking Idle Wild, <laughs> the Outcast <laughs> album, Idle Wild. That's what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, you see, that came out when I was like six. No, no, ten, 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 ten. That came out. Idle Wild came out at 06. Yeah, that was like the last one they did together. Mm-hmm. And like even just groups, like I told, like for instance, I told, I've always told Jonathan that like Kanye West and Andre 3000 are my two favorite rappers. Like throwback to that Kanye. Oh, like early Kanye, but like that's a whole entire like 
Bosworth's ways were spinning. <laughs> but like that's a whole entire like wave. Yeah, had, had no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Like that people are on. But I mean, talk about your favorite groups. You you mentioned uh, earlier. We mentioned a tribe called Quest. You mem- you mentioned Mob Deep, and like one of my favorite groups. Like it, between those two, I think Outkast is. I mean, I have Atlanta bias too, but like, they were probably the most. I mean, Three Stacks is in my top ten. Is he a top favorite, ra- like top five favorite rapper? Like top, top five? Would you would you put him in a top five list? I'll let, I'll let. No, go go ahead, go ahead. Well, okay. Now I say this, but I say this with no slight to Big Boy. I don't want it that <laughs> misconstrued. Yo, at Big all. Boy gets dragged, but I will Big let you Boy finish. Big Boy held it down, but Andre Andre's in a, he's in my top ten best rappers of all time list. Not top five, but top ten. <coughs> Caleb, would you t- take a nah? Take a swing I, Andre, at this? Andre is definitely in my top five personally. But yeah, as far as the conversation with um with him and Big Boy, man, people slight Big Boy all the time, like he can't rap or he's not a good artist, man. Big Boy did his thing, man. But of course, if I'm taking one or the other, I'm just taking Andre <laughs> because I don't know. It's just something about just Andre's sound. It's like nobody's ever had it. And his bar, his lyricism. Not saying Big Boy didn't have lyricism or bars either. He did, but it's just something about Andre that was just different. And it's like his bars is like they linger, they linger with you. Like it's funny how you know. Of course, we we're probably never gonna ever get a, a solo project from Andre or another Outcast project for that matter. But of course, some artists still today can make Andre crawl out of whatever hole he's in somewhere in Decatur or College Park and have him come to the studio Playing or either station. that or, like, send in a guest verse. Like, I was surprised when Anderson Pack had Andre on his album. I was like, Kid Cudi had him on his album, and I was Kid like, Cuddy got I was him so hyped about for that. Something. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, speaking of that, cause man, I was um, I was really messing with uh, with a uh, Ventura. Yeah, that that last album he put. Oxnard also very good. I liked Oxnard too, but I think I like Ventura better. Just for my taste, it was just real like I just feel like Ventura was like smoother mm-hmm. for me, especially like he had people I never thought he would have like Smokey Robinson, mm-hmm. Layla Hathaway. Uh, Smokey killed that feature. Smokey did kill that feature. Uh, he had Brandy on his track. Had a Nate Dog sample. Uh, let's see who else he had. He had a good bit of people on there that I was just like, okay, like you did your thing on here. So yeah, he he's definitely one of my favorite artists right now too. And like being that he is also like a musician in of his own, like you even see him like in the times that he has live shows, he ends up playing the drums and he just he kind of like kicks out. He kicks the drummer that he brings on tour off to the side for some of the songs. He's like, I got it from here, and just like. Jasmine Sullivan on there too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jasmine. Yeah, and like, Very slept on. like for me, like, like since I refer to you because y'all know like your discography, discography of Anderson Pack. Like I know like, this sounds bad, but like Malibu is like, mm-hmm. I know like, am I wrong? That song with Schoolboy Q, still slaps to this day. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like, and it's just the range that they have, like together. You would not think that'll be a pairing in of itself, like, but seeing like, the way that they mesh, it's. Well, they're both, like, not just top, like, they're not really, like, I mean, they're both top-tier talented rappers, but they're also really good at putting a song together, like, both of them. So, I mean, anytime, like, having both of them on the same track was awesome. 
even though I think this was Matt Miller's track, but the song he did with Anderson Pack, Dang, I really oh, messed yeah. with that track. I thought it was real smooth, you know. Um, you know, the fusion between them. I thought that was a real good collab, you know. Um <clears throat> Rest in peace to Mac, of course. Yeah. Um, we have Matt, you know. And that's the person that we probably would have thought of earlier, like because it was like his his infusion with different genres. Exactly. Like, you know, that's a song that I think of. Um, yeah, Dane was just real, just real, like, I feel like, like, you kind of cruising in the car, like, in the afternoon type song, like, you know, you just vibing, you know, just chilling. Like, Ladders is a really good song that's, like, also, Ladders, like, yeah, I like Ladders, too. Uh, um, even, like, Swimming is a great album. Yeah, mm-hmm. Swimming. And, like, even just, like, oh, <laughs> Speaking of fusion, one of my favorite artists of all time, Erica Badu. He has Erica Badu on Man, YouTube, yeah. and I remember the first time I heard this song was like probably in elementary school, and it was just like always on like the okay down in Atlanta they used to have like a V one hundred three. I mean they still do now, but like when radio was really big as it used to be, like this would always play every single morning. The ironic thing is, I actually, I think one of the first few times I heard this track, I was actually at the airport, and I think I was getting ready to fly somewhere, <laughs> as as ironic as it is, and I think that beat, man, it's just, oh, yeah. oh it's just, just real smooth. I think one of them is a Jay Dilla beat. I think uh, it might either be I wouldn't be that, surprised. Either that or like, Didn't You Know, like one of the don't two. Don't You Know is a good song. Uh-huh. I, like, I think it's a Jay Dilla beat, if I'm not mistaken, but like, oh man, it's just like really good. But in of itself, it's just, like, um, just being able to even see, like, she's another person that's, like, you know, she had contact. Like, she was married to Andre, I believe, at one point in time. But, yeah, very Nia Soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, of course, you know, her her and uh, her and Dre got a son named Seven Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> I know that because it's funny because one of my one of my boys actually met him, actually because I think he went to, I think he went to Lovett High School in Atlanta somewhere like that. But my apparently seven played football and my boy played um played against Lovett and then he actually got to meet Andre at the game. Thought that was pretty dope. But. Oh man, that's been one of my dreams to meet Andre. It's like he's one of my favorite rappers, and like he just had this in the back. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Yes. Let me just, I'll just so switch Bernard, it over there. Tell me about whenever you first started getting like hip hop, R and B, all that stuff. Yeah, for me it was. Um, and like, who are the artists that really got you in? All right, man. Because of the because where I was around, Ti was probably like the first one. No, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. Fifty Cent was the first one that I ever listened to when I like landed in America. So when I moved here, so when I moved here, Fifty Cent was the first one that I listened to, and. And I tell you the time when this happened. In the club had just dropped. Oh, <laughs> oh man. And the amount of time, like, I would listen to that, or it would just come on the radio, because I didn't have, like, man, like, I'm going to get on these Zoomers. I didn't have these handy-dandy phones that were able to do all they do so much now. And so that was, like, one of the first people I listened to. But as the time went on, um, Bow Wow was also. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? Fam, I, I did was. I know this about you. Man, it's not because of my own volition. It's whatever was played on the radio. I was just like, all right. And then, like, and living where I lived at, like, there was uh, people who just have, like, their car on. They would have their subs on because they were just, like, you know, whatever. And just play music out, out of their car. And they would just have a fusion of just, like, 
Bow Wow. They would have some R&B, old school R&B. They would have Marvin Gaye. Like, I had, like, I was basically, whatever was around is what I listened to. And since I didn't have anything else that I could, like, find or get, like, just trying to filter my music, I was just basically, like, it was a buffet of music that I never sifted through. And these boys are about to cook me about it, but bring it. <laughs> the funny thing, you mentioned 50 Cent. I swear, I feel like almost every African gravitates to 50 Cent, man. <laughs> they come here. Man, all right, the funniest thing. So one of my cousins, man, he came here from Cameroon, uh, shoot, during the summer of 2018, man. So, you know, my yeah, my uncle and his family, you know, yeah, my cousin, he came down. My cousin's I mean at the time he was like six he was like sixteen or seventeen. This man comes here, man, he's like, Yo, bro, man, hey man, uh, <laughs> hey bro, uh, have you heard the new Chris Brown song? I was like I was like, What Chris Brown song? I was like, nah, I don't think so. This man played uh I can't remember the song, man, but I think the song was at least like a 2011 bop. <laughs> and I, all right, you know what? I take that back. It might have been 2013, but I was like, dog, man, this, this has been out for a minute. He's like, what, bro? It's hard in Cameroon, bro. I was like, man, listen, man. And then he shows me pictures of guys that he knows still dressing like 50, man. Ooh. Oversized Ooh. shirts, chains. Baggy pants, knockoff Tims, not even real ones, but the knockoffs, man. I'm like, man. <laughs> I'm like, man. <laughs> I don't even want to say all of Africa, but I know a lot of Africa is behind when it comes to a lot of these trends, man, like music and fashion, man. But I know, of course, you know, they're starting to pick it up, you know. Of course, like, you know, your artists like Davido, you know, you know coming over here, Olamide. Burner Boy. You know, Burner Boy, you know. I mean, you know, it's a it's a wave. It's like it's like a West African wave that's starting to take over. And you know, it's funny how Black Americans now are trying to hop on the wave. Now, I find that very funny. <clears throat> I mean, you can't ever be African, even though you try to. But you know, it's all good though. <laughs> it's all good, you know. Hey, you, you sound like you had some tea to spill, my guy. No, on a serious note, man. Half these people, especially when Black Panther came out, you got all these people wearing dashikis, man. And I'm like, man. Like, do you know, like, the history behind this? Like, where this comes from? You know, stuff like that. I mean, you see a daishiki, you think, oh, it's just an African garb. I mean, it's more than just an African garb. Like, you have particular ones that come from specific countries, specific tribes. Like, there's a lot more that goes into it than just like, oh, uh, you know, oh, like, let me wear my African shirt. Like, you know? I'm like, oh, I mean, in all seriousness, I take, I take that, I take that seriously, man. And it really, it really pisses me off, especially if you aren't really, if you're not truly African, like either if you're not from there or you had a parent that's from there, and like you know, like you're like directly have African blood in you, and then you wearing that, and then especially if you're very ignorant to like the history behind it, man, that does not sit well with me. So. All I'm saying, I have no problem with you wearing it, but just know your history. I mean, I was recently doing a project, and the biggest thing was just, like, the respect factor of just being able to, um, just being able to learn more and be willing to learn and stuff like that. See, yeah, see, that's the thing. That's the biggest thing you just touched on. 
being willing to learn, being open minded. A lot of people are very close minded nowadays. You know. Oh really? <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all, y'all really <laughs> trying to catch you? <laughs> A lot of people are very close-minded, or if they're close-minded, they're just very ignorant. And, man, I think ignorance, in a sense, is a choice. You want to choose to be ignorant about something. You have the ability to go learn about a lot of these things, but you want to choose to be ignorant about it, you know. So (laughs) I just find that very funny. Like, you know, take the time to actually learn about things, man, before you want to jump to conclusions or try to hop on a wave. No, and I know we're all guilty of that in some way, shape or shape or form, you know, but at least I know I try to actually take the time to learn about stuff before I just hop on, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, a foreign concept like that and you know, actually listening. Uh huh. Crazy how it actually works. <laughs> well, I mean, even on I mean it, it like you said earlier, like it really depends on like the concept of like listening and just being respectful, but but that's all I have. Anything y'all want to add? Hey, man, I think we had a really good sesh, man. I think I think we should close it on out. All right. Uh, I promise next time we'll be more cohesive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you like what you hear, you can always follow us on Spotify and Apple Music. And um, just stay tuned for the next episode. And always you can connect with us on Instagram. At Sir, C-E-S-U-K-E-15. And uh, last time when we had Jonathan say his, he was like, you might get a follow. So do you want to share or you? All right. And as always, you can always find us up at Up in the Air Podcast 1 on Instagram. And hope you enjoy the show. God bless.